So, despite the fact that he is selling out the United Center for Collision, which debuts this Saturday uh, in his hometown of Chicago, with him, with him being in the match that you see on the upper right, you know, the six-man tag, teaming with FTR against Samoa Joe and Bullet Club Golds, Jay White and Juice Robinson, it seems that um, outside of that, um, any other collision ticket sales that, you know, you think would, you know, be going out the window because this is a new show and everything and people want to be part at least of the first couple of episodes, you think those would be flying out the door. But apparently they're not. They are not flying out the door. As a matter of fact, ticket sales have been very dismal. I mean, yes. You know, most of the ticket sales, you know, after the collision show in Chicago are going to be Canadian-based and Northeast-U.S.-based. Uh, um, there's no de- there's no denying that that kind of might be playing a, a role in everything. But, you know, is it really that? Or is it the fact that maybe, and, and this is just me, this is my opinion, and I'm, I'm not sure if anybody else shares the same opinion, you know, maybe it's because of the fact that they don't know if they can trust Punk. I mean, in Chicago, obviously they can. You know, they believe they can trust Punk. Like, yeah, he's, you know, he is worth trusting and giving multiple chances to. Um, there's no denying that. I mean, that's true for any hometown hero. Whether it's in wrestling, MMA, boxing, NFL, MLB, NHL, NBA, you name it. You know, the, the same could be said you know, for that, for all of them, for all those kind of athletes, um, as well, but, you know, but outside of that, you know, the same can't be said, you know, in other markets, you know, when you, when you look at, basically, um, What's the one? What, 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 so I got distracted there. Uh, my mom's phone alarm went off. Um, but what was the same? Oh, yeah. When you when you look at, you know, let's say, your let's say your Brock Purdy for the Forty ers and he and Trey Lance are looked at as the future QB wise for the Forty ers and you look at them. And you see the reaction they get at home, right? In Santa Clara, San Francisco. And maybe even when they go to, let's say, Las Vegas. Or San Diego. Or Los Angeles. You know, they'll, they'll get a decent reaction. But, you know, because fans will follow. A decent amount of fans will follow. But when you take them outside of, you know, the western market. West Coast market, if you will. And you take them into the Midwest or the, the East. You're, yeah, you'll have fans that'll follow, but not as much. You take them, you put them into the environment of Philadelphia, like we saw last year, and they'll get booed right out of the building. Fans will cheer when they get hurt. So, you know, when I so looking at the situation with Punk, you know, it's understandable that you know it's understandable that fans in Chicago or in his hometown or in the Chicago region, the Illinois state period uh would be behind him and would support him and say yes he is willing to be you know we are willing to trust him we are willing to give him multiple chances but outside of that entirely different story 
not just because it's Canada and a lot of people consider Canada when it comes to wrestling or MMA or even boxing bizarro world but mostly it's the fact that you also look at you know you look at the status of ticket sales in the Northeast which is you know pretty much cemented as you know with Long Island most specifically MJF territory so you look at that and you say to yourself okay you know, we understand why where the tickets uh, configure configuring configuring configurize, if you will, seating configurize are selling out the United Center uh, for the Saturday. But then you look at, like I said, the future uh, collisions, and you're like, well, I can understand maybe why. You know, it's not in Chicago; it's not in his backyard, and these are entirely different environments. You know, you're going to Bizarro World. For, you know, for at least a month, you know, of collision and dynamite tapings and, you know, rampage tapings and Ring of Honor. You're going there for at least a month. And then you're coming back and you're, you know, com- you're coming back on the East Coast and in places like Long Island and Greensboro, who are more, uh, uh, more territorial towards people like MJF and maybe even the BCC, but not so to CM Punk. And it's, again, I think it's mainly because of the fact that outside of Illinois, the state of Illinois, outside of Chicago, you know, CM Punk's trust is not, you know, is not easily earned, in, you know, the, uh, not, not his trust, but basically the trust that, you know, Chicago puts, Chicago and the state of Illinois puts into CM Punk um, and all that you know, are not, uh, how do I put this, are not as, you know, easily earned outside of Chicago. And I just saw something on my uh, OBS studio said uh, encoding overloaded or something. I don't know. Kind of got me distracted there. And it's early. It's about 8.04 in the morning. I do apologize. Um, trying to do this before my mom really gets up. Uh, but anyway. Like I said, you know, outside of Chicago and the state of Illinois, you know, uh, trust to be put back into punk is not so easily earned. Because there are fans in these areas, in, you know, Canada, in the Northeast, if not throughout the rest of the United States, that, you know, they look at punk and they're like, yeah, it's great to have him back, but how do we know we can trust him? How do we know he's not going to pull the same BS that he did before, you know? Um, you know, NDA, it, it, you know, it, um, NDSs or NDAs, you know, be damned. You know, how, how do we know he's not going to pull the same crap, you know, that he did before? And that's a good question. You know, that is indeed a good question. Um, and people have the right to feel that way. You know, passionate fans, wrestling fans overall, hardcore, casual, you know, lovers of both WWE and AEW and New Japan and impact and all that mlw you know they have a right to to wonder that they have a right to ask that and everything of okay chicago okay state state of illinois you know we get that you know you believe punk can be trusted we get that we're cool with that but we're not you so we still have to have enough proof we still need to have the proof in the pudding if you will that he has changed that he will not pull another stunt like this because everybody looks at what he did last year, almost a year ago now, as almost potentially being the first death nail into AEW's coffin. And that 
and, and, and that's a death nail that you know a lot of people feel didn't need to be uh, didn't need to be inserted, if you will. They didn't need to be inserted. It didn't need to be inserted uh, whatsoever. You know, and it could have been avoided. But ever since then, things have not been the same for AEW. Um, you know, when when you, when you really get down to it. I mean, yes, they are finding the stride again. Yes, they're getting the momentum again. You know, you know, around the time, around the right time that it's needed. I'm not denying that. Nobody's denying that. But you know, outside of that, they they look at the fact that what happened, you know, in the media scrum, the brawl out and everything, as being a very very ominous black eye for AEW. In that, it's something that AEW has to live with now. And it's going to take a lot longer than just, you know, hey, we're bringing Punk back. We're going to put him on collision. You know, he's not going to have any involvement with Dynamite or the Elite or anything like that. It's going to take more than that. You see, fans, see the fans that feel, you know, okay, Chicago, we get it. Okay, Illinois, we get it. It's your hometown boy. You know, um, it's your statehood, you know, it's your state here, you know, your statehood boy. Or, you know, statehood boy, you know, yeah, we get that. We get that, you know, obviously you're going to be more biased than all the rest of us. But again, as I mentioned earlier, they're going to say, hey, you know, we get he's good for business. We understand why, you know, Illinois, the state of Illinois and most of Chicago would, you know, give him another chance out of the multitude he's had. But outside of that, you know, they're like, again, as I mentioned, they're like, give us proof. Give us proof he's changed. And the biggest proof that they really want is for him to... in for him to come face to face with the elite. They want him to be in the ring with Kenny Omega, with the Bucks, with Hangman Page. Look him in the eye and say, hey guys, I apologized. I screwed up. I shouldn't have done that. I let my emotions get the best of me. And I'm giving you my word in front of the world right now that that will never occur again because I'm willing to work. You know, I'm willing to you know, do business with you and work with you. And if it means putting you guys over because, hey, this is your company, so be it. You know, that's what fans want. That's that's the one thing, the one piece of evidence, visual evidence fans want to truly feel like, okay, Punk, you are deserving of another chance because you've swallowed your pride in front of the world, apologized, and even acknowledged that, hey, this is their company, and you know, and that means pretend, and that means basically you'll probably have to put them over whether you want to or not. You know, that's the kind of proof they want. That's the kind of, that's the kind of evidence they want to basically, you know, to basically, you know, kind of slowly shed away any doubt. You know, shed away any doubt. Um, the other thing that the fans outside of Illinois, you know, and outside of Chicago want to kind of fully embrace what Chicago will normally do, what Illinois will normally do, you know, outside of what I just mentioned, is they don't want this whole collision and dynamite thing to be a soft reset, you know, for the roster. They don't want it to be a soft reset, you know, or reboot or or whatever you call it, you know, for the roster. You know, what they want is for it to be, is for collision and dynamite and rampage to be shows for everybody where you can see everyone. You know, not just, oh, Collision's the CM Punk show and Dynamite's the Elite show. You know, they, they don't want that. You know, you know they don't want that. They want it to be a show where they can see the Elite alongside Punk. They can see, you know, 
you know, they could see the elite alongside Punk. They could see FTR alongside the elite and so and so on. That's what they want. You know, they don't want shows to where, yeah, you might see some of the same faces that you see on Dynamite, on Collision, and vice versa. And even coming together for Rampage. But, you know, they don't want to have to, you know, notice that, but then, well, notice and see that, but also realize that even though there's some familiarity, it's still different. It's still a show that kind of has its own distinct identity and roster. They don't want that. You know, they want it to be a show where everybody is involved. And the way that happens is for CM Punk in their eyes to come out and, as I mentioned earlier, confront the elite, apologize for what happened, you know, swallow his pride, and say, and basically come out and understand that, hey, this is your company, and I'm only here to help make this company better, and if it means putting you guys over, so be it. And that's it. You know, that's it. That's all they want. And in that way, in their minds, the fans outside of Chicago and everything, you know, we won't have to worry about a soft, re a soft reset and everything, you know, when it comes to the roster. It'll be, you know, all good. Everything will be, you know, pretty much put aside uh, when you get down to it. Um, the other thing, though, that obviously, to me, Tony Khan, who also needs to take some of the blame, and I think that's the other reason why some fans outside of Chicago are not willing to give Punk a second chance. It's mainly because the guy that's bringing him back, you know, Tony Khan, has not yet come out and taken responsibility for allowing that situation in the media scrum after All Out last year to occur. He's not coming out and taking responsibility. If he comes out along with Punk in their eyes and apologizes for not stepping in like a real boss and basically cutting Mike's or cutting Punk's mic off or basically telling him, hey, hey cool it, cool it, you know, enough, cool it, you know, and everything and just, you know, and just trying to and just trying to avoid the situation, you know, you know, uh, you know, to me, you know, it, to me, in my honest opinion, you know, if the only way, like I said, fans are going to be willing to accept um, Punk, just as Chicago does, willing to give him a second chance, is if along with Punk making an apology, Tony Khan does the same thing. You know, he does the same thing and says, look, you know, I made a mistake. I wasn't acting like a leader. You know, I was, I was acting more as a fan and everything. So I apologize. I should have taken responsibility. You know, if you're on in, you know, I'm not going to let that kind of stuff ever, you know, plague AEW again. That's all he has to do. He has to apologize, make a promise in front of the world that he's not going to let that happen again. You know that? Apolo and even apologize and say, look, I should have stepped in. I didn't. That was on me. You know, and once he does that, fans, like I mentioned earlier, with Punk coming out and apologize, would be more willing to give Punk, you know, an opportunity, you know, outside of Chicago, I mean, outside of what Chicago normally does, uh, and everything, they'll be willing to give Punk more of an opportunity um, than I think anybody imagines they're not going to right now. They'd be willing to say, okay, Chicago, your boy, he apologized. The man who's bringing him back apologized. Okay, we're willing to give him a second chance. You know, because at least they'll, they'll get what they want. They'll get an apology out of him. They'll get, you know, they'll get an acknowledgement, you know, from him. That, hey, this is AEW, this is the Elite's company, and he needs to put them over. You know, he needs to put them over if need be. So, so yeah, you know, I, I think once those kind of things are done, 
you know, outside of the Chicago region, I could see fans in Canada. I could see fans in the Northeast portion of the U.S. and even throughout the rest of the U.S., um, outside of Illinois, outside of Chicago, you know, willing to give Punk a second chance, willing to, you know, basically accept his apology and embrace him once again, like Chicago mainly does 24-7 sometimes. So, so yeah, I, I could see that happening. And that's why, I, but, you know, speaking of Tony Khan, this is why if you look at the bottom here, you know, this is why I think he's putting this match or trying to work on putting this match together for uh, Forbidden Door. And that's why he's putting Punk into the sixth man in the debut episode of Collision. Because he wants to maybe set up for the battle, you know, of the GTSs, a match that we as fans have been wanting for over a decade. Even when Punk went, even when WWE had both Punk and Kenta under their belt, Kenta as Hideo Tommy, you know, we've been wanting this match. And now it looks like the debut episode of Collision is going to probably build upon that. You know, like I could see Kenta coming in and helping Bullet Club Gold win, helping Joe and Bullet Club Gold win their match. You know, because everybody's talking about, you know, is BCG going to get a new member? And it looks like that new member is going to be Kenta. It is. So it would make, so storyline wise, you know, put BCG, it would make sense. You're adding in a third member and it will basically build and play into the matchup between him and Punk being made, you know, being made official for, for, for Forbidden Door. I can see that. So, so yeah, you know, obviously Tony Khan wants to make this happen, and I think he's going to use, um, colli- you know, use the debut episode of Collision, the main event for the debut episode of Collision, to uh, make that a reality. Um, but why is he, why is he wanting to do this? You know, to add, why is he wanting to add this match along with the other two matches we already got, that being, um, you know, Danielson and, you know, Okada and, you know, Omega and Osprey, you know, why is he wanting to add that match? Is he wanting to make Forbidden Door a pay-per-view, you know, that everyone throughout sports entertainment and pro wrestling is going to be talking about, more so than, let's say, Money in the Bank, which happens basically, you know, a week later? You know, or I think... I th- yeah, I think a week later, right? Yeah, a week later. You know, is he, you know, is that, is that why he's, you know, is that why he's doing it? You know, so that people will talk about it more so than the Money in the Bank, which, let me see when Money in the Bank takes place. Hold on, guys. Let me see. It takes place on July 1st. It actually happens that week, that Saturday. You know, so is he... You know, so is he doing this mainly to make sure that even when Money in the Bank takes place on sat- that Saturday, that people are talking still more about Forbidden Door over what happens at Money in the Bank? You know, is he doing that, you know, from a competitive standpoint? Maybe. But is he also doing that because he believes that if he puts Punk into this kind of a matchup and the Canadian audience at that uh, sold-out Scotsbank Center um, sees what he can do, that that might, you know, enhance future ticket sales for the collision um, that happens afterwards. You know, you know, for the collision that takes place um, later on that week. Because I know there's a collision on the 24th and everything. 
So is he trying to up the ticket sales, you know, for the 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 collision that takes place uh, in another part? I can't think what part of Canada they go. I think it's Hamilton they go into next after after Toronto. So, you know, I'm wondering if he's doing this to up ticket sales for that, you know, so that fans can see what Punk is capable of, and maybe that's what win, wins them over. Um, I don't know, I don't know, but it it, but we'll but we'll see. We'll see if he'll be able to get this get this done because again, it does kind of line up with the idea that okay, you want to make that debut episode of Collision, you know, memorable. You want people talking about it. What better way for it? you know, to get talked about than to have BCG, Bullet Club Gold, add in Kenta as a new member and help them win the main event over over Chicago's own CM Punk. And then you set the door for CM, and you open the door for CM Punk and Kenta. I mean, it makes sense in my opinion. It makes sense, it, it makes sense you know, honestly. But we'll have to see. We will, we will have to see, you know, what they, what they have planned. Um, you know, you know, this Saturday and everything, because again, I can understand him doing this in addition to the other two matches we have and what other matches we're going to get as, you know, as a means of saying, hey, you know, uh, basically I'm as a means of basically saying, hey, you know, I'm putting on this show and I know WWE's got money in the bank in London on on Saturday, but I'm putting on this show so that so that this way with this card and these matches I mean, basically, if he gets Punk and Kenta, you know, as much as I may hate to say this about the AEW Championship and everything, or the IWGP Championship, you are looking at three banger main events back to back to back. And everybody knows it. And, and Tony Khan knows it. So you have to wonder, again, if he's doing this, not only to show the people of Canada, you know, especially those, I think, in ha- Hamilton, Ontario, where they're going next to Toronto, that, hey, you know, CM Punk is worth watching. He is worth bringing back. He is worth your money to buy a ticket to see. You know, you have to wonder if it's not just that. But he's also doing this to get people to talk about Forbidden Door more so than Money in the Bank. Especially, you know, when you have the Go Home Raw, the Go Home edition of Raw the next night. And the Go Home edition of SmackDown that following Friday. You know, you have to wonder if he's doing this to get people to talk more about Forbidden Door than Money in the Bank. That's you know, overshadow WWE to say, okay, I brought my A plus game, my A, my S plus game, if you will. Now, you know the now the ball's in your court to do the same. You have to wonder if you wonder you have to wonder from a competitive standpoint if he's trying to make trying to get this match added that you see at the bottom to basically be, you know, essentially, you know, essentially a third main event that you know along with whatever else gets added, you know. Basically, show, basically shows that they're bringing the S tier for Forbidden Door, and then throwing, and then at the same time, from a competitive standpoint, throwing out that challenge to, to WWE, saying, "Look, we bought our S game. Now it's up to you. Balls in your court. Can you outdo us, or are we gonna win the overall week and win the overall month?" See that that to me also is why Tony Khan's trying to get Kenta and Punk added to Forbidden Door. You know, not only to try to win the Canadian crowd over, with, you know, to uh, so in support of CM Punk, you know, to to kind of give him a second chance, but also because he wants to competitively, you know, try to stick it to as well as competitively competitively 
challenge WWE to bring their S-tier game, you know, that following Saturday with Money in the Bank. So you have to really wonder about that. But, you know, outside of the competitiveness, though, I think it's, like I said, I think it's also because he wants fans, fans in Canada to kind of embrace Punk, to kind of see what he's capable of doing. And if they can, you know, and if he's being, and if he's, going to be put into a match like this which even the fans in Toronto will be like oh yeah that's a match we've been wanting to see too you know if, you know if they can see him willing to be part of a match like that and and even maybe put over Kenta to show that hey I've changed I'm not the punk I was anymore and everything you know and Kenta's the true master of the GTS you know you know if he you know agrees to the match which uh, again Tony Khan I'm sure is hoping will happen uh, especially if it you know, uh, gets built upon the debut of Collision, you know, and the trios match, you know, you, you know, you have to, you, you have to wonder if maybe, you know, Tony Khan in his mind is, hey, I bring Punk back, he agrees to this match, and if he agrees to this match, and he puts Kenta over, maybe that might win the, the folks of Canada and the remaining Canadian cities we're going to with Collision, Maybe that might win them over and might drive ticket sales for them to be like, okay, Punk did the right thing. Maybe he has changed. We'll we'll give him a second chance. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what occurs and everything. But honestly, honestly, right now, out, but outside, but honestly, overall, outside of outside of Chicago, it's uh, it's be, it's becoming a hot sale, and obviously, you could tell, you know, by you know the, you know by the forbidden door match that's being uh, rumored and proposed and everything you, know, you could tell it's being you, you could tell that Tony Khan wants to you know he wants the AEW audience he wants the wrestling audience to embrace punk once again to give him that second chance that you know Tony's giving him that um, that parts of AEW the parts, parts of the AEW roster I should say are giving him and such you know they he wants them to give him that second chance. He wants the other wrestling, you know, fan base community, you know, outside of Chicago, outside of parts of the AEW roster and himself, to give um, CM Punk that chance. And you have to wonder if part of that way to to make it happen is by putting this Forbidden Door match together for Forbidden Door between Punk and Kenta. That way, the people in a sold-out Scotts Bank Center in Toronto can see exactly. You know, hey, Punk, you know, you know, what Punk is, you know, that Punk, excuse me, had to, almost got tongue-tied there, that uh, Punk still has it, he could still go, if not better than ever, but now he's basically changed, that he has indeed changed, and he's willing to do the right thing by putting people like, you know, Kenta over, and even acknowledging him as the OG of the GTS, you know, so, you know, so maybe that's what he's hoping, that, you know, if this all you know, comes and all gets pieced together, that, you know, Punk will put, that, and that basically by having Punk maybe agree to put Kenta over, you know, and also showcasing that, hey, he still can go in the ring, if not more, if not better than ever, that that will win the Canadian, the future Canadian audiences, I should say, uh, for a collision, uh, whether, you know, in the places they're going to be, Hamilton, uh, Calgary, uh, whatever the other place was, uh, they're going to, and then of course Greensboro, Long Island. You know, you you got to think if maybe he's doing this just to try to win them all over to say, hey, P 
Punk's back. You know, he can go, if not better than ever. And oh, by the way, he's now going to do the right thing and put over talent that needs to be put over and not making it about himself. You know, you have to, you have to, um, you have to wonder if maybe that's what Tony Khan is hoping for. Because I know people are going to say, well, Tony Khan was the one that pushed him to be world champion. And, you know, Punk didn't want it at first until, you know, Tony Khan convinced him, oh, marketing-wise and publicity-wise, it would be good for the biz, you know, good for the company. You know, yeah, that that is indeed true. Punk obviously didn't want to be champion until Tony Khan explained the reasoning and all that. So maybe Tony Khan's learned his lesson. Maybe he's realizing, okay, maybe I should have just listened to Punk and not put him in the world championship title picture and just let him be... Uh, the CM Punk that wants to help the future of the business, wants to help put over talent and stuff and go from there. And, you know, have certain dream matches and everything that even he's been wanting. You know, let him work with certain people. But we'll have to see. We'll have to see. But, yeah, right now, outside of the United Center this Saturday, um, CM Punk, you know, being part of a collision, you know, outside of that, ticket sale-wise, is not really help. It's not really helping you know, at all, and and I know people might say, well, it's not just all punk, I think it's, you know, it's also the fact that people know the collision's going to get taped, and everything, and yeah, that is true, because of the time slot it's in, I'm not denying that, and that, that might even contribute to it, but outside of it, outside, excuse me, outside of it being taped, you know, it's, you know, it basically, you know, when you really get down to it, it's mainly that that distru- it's mainly that you know distrust that fans outside outside of Chicago in the state of Illinois have for Punk, you know, and that and you know they're not sure whether or not they can trust him, and that if he doesn't do something like I mentioned earlier, where he comes out on collision, calls out the elite, looks him in the eye face to face in the ring, apologizes for what he did, you know, in the at the media scrum in the brawl out. And, you know, basically acknowledges that, hey, this company, it's your company, it's not mine, you know, and, you know, I understand now that I'm here to help put over guys like you, you know, if needed. You know, if he does something like that, you know, that might be the first step to fans acknowledging acknowledging the fact that, uh, you know, just like the people in Chicago that, okay, you know, Punk has changed. He is, he is willing, he is someone willing to be given a second chance. And then in addition to that, maybe Tony Khan comes out and apologizes along with him, you know, or around the same time and says, look, I apologize for not being the leader I should have been and stepping in when I should have. And, you know, from here on in, you know, I'm going to be more of a leader than a fan and, you know, and make sure that this kind of that that kind of stuff that happened, you know, in the media scrum last year at All Out doesn't happen again. So, so, you know, obviously if things like those, you know, scenarios like that happen, that might be the first couple of steps to fa- to uh, to fans outside of Chicago, willing to give Punk a second chance, and more importantly, if he does, if Tony Khan can get the Forbidden Door match with Kenta made official, especially if he works it off of what happens in the trios main event, um, in you know on Collision, you know, if you know Tony Khan can get that match to happen and allow the rest of Canada to see that hey, Punk is you know good to go, if not better than before. But also at the same time convince Punk to put over Kenta, you know, as a sign of saying, "Hey, see, Punk's willing to do the right thing now and put over talent, talent that is not him, and you know, not the other way around." You know, maybe that might be a, a way for, for um, you know, in Tony Khan's mind, for the, for the public to, 
acknowledge, just like the city of Chicago and the state of Illinois, that okay, you know, punk is worth giving a second chance to. But we'll have to we'll have to just sit back and see see what happens and everything. We we really will. But anyway, though, guys, I just wanted to come out here, give my thoughts on that, you know, as to why I think ticket sales outside of Chicago for Collision, you know, are not, you know, doing so well because not just the punk, but other means as well. And, and as well as give my thoughts as to where, as to how I see Tony Khan trying to rectify all that uh, in the process, as well as give my thoughts as to, you know, you know, as to why he wants to put the match, you know, with Kenta, you know, together for Forbidden Door. Not just only to, like I say, rectify the, hopefully rectify, you know, the trust between the, you know, fans outside of Chicago, and, and Punk, but also as a competitive way of trying to tell WWE, hey, I'm bringing my S to your game. Now the ball's in your court to do the same. Even on Saturday, you know, you you have to wonder if you know all that together is, you know, has a meaning to it as well. And I just wanted to give my thoughts on that. And, you know, also just give my thoughts on what, what I think and believe fans want, you know, outside of Chicago, you know, to, you know, be fully, um, to, to be uh, fully, I guess you can say, immersed in to trying to give CM Punk or at least willing to give CM Punk a second chance, um, like, at, like, you know, Chicago and the state of Illinois and some other parts of the U.S. are doing this, are trying to do as well, but, you know, I, you know, I just wanted to, like I said, give my overall thoughts on it. And I do apologize if I'm rambling a bit or slurring a little bit. It's early. Like I said, I'm trying to do this before my mom officially gets up early. Well, before my mom officially gets up and everything, I should say. Uh, but I just wanted to give you my thoughts and all that. Uh, let me know what you, how you feel about this. Comment below. Live chat during the premiere. Super chats are open, or were open, I should say, during the live chat. Uh, I will uh, bring that up in the description. Uh, you will see that or maybe you'll see that in the title um but yeah let me know what your thoughts are guys comment below live chat uh during the premiere use the super <coughs> excuse me use the super thanks button to help contribute also you'll get an audio podcast version of this at my bw rose's discussions podcast which you can listen to in all your favorite podcast outlets more specifically i would suggest strongly to check me out on spotify uh, but guys, and also check out my Teespring store as well by clicking the shop button in the bottom uh, right-hand corner of the screen when it when it pops up, or the little um, shopping bag icon in the display when you pull up the information and everything for the video. Uh, but guys, let me know what your thoughts are though. Overall, love to hear each and every one of you on how you feel about this, what you think the real reason is, what you think fans want, and what do you think Tony Khan's reasoning for all this is truly. And until then. Um, I will talk to you all later.